Welcome to Jane Unchained, featuring best-selling author, TV journalist, and JaneUnchained.com founder, Jane Velez Mitchell. In the next few minutes, you'll hear a secret solution to the problems that plague our world. If you want to revolutionize your life, get truly joyful, and jump to the next phase of human evolution, all it takes is one simple choice. Now, here's your host, Jane Velez Mitchell. Oh my gosh, so much trouble and tribulation in the world. And it's frustrating to have these vegan glasses on and see the solution to all of it. All of the major problems that the world is facing and yet struggle to communicate to people that, hey, if you want to get rid of the possibility of future pandemics, if you want to... Um, live healthy without heart disease or the high risk of cancer, if you want to reverse climate change and provide a better world for your children, if you want to end human world hunger, there is a solution. And the solution is simple. Stop eating animals and their byproducts. We are live with an incredible guest today, Jason Schramm. He is changing the world for animals with his incredible computer skills, his internet skills. He is a living testament that anyone can use their talents when they focus their mind and their heart and their spirit to help animals, people, and the planet. Jason, tell us what you're doing because you are truly creating some incredible infrastructure that will help the vegan movement and the animal rights movement hit the tipping point. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm taking my skills for web development and I'm building websites that people really need to help them with going vegan or staying vegan. And it started a few years ago with Veg Events, the largest vegan event calendar at vegevents.com. And when I went vegan, I really knew that for me to be successful, I needed to meet other vegans. I needed to find support, you know, make some vegan friends, find potlucks, find festivals. And so I did and, you know, completely changed my life. And then I would meet people that didn't know that there was a potluck right around the corner from them, or they didn't know about the festivals in their town. And so I built this website that lets people anywhere in the world find an event near them or online. And there's always over 1,600 events right now on the website. Uh, At other times when there's a lot more in-person events, there are more on there. People can find virtual events or in-person events, depending on where they're located. And they can really find those people and that support. And that really got me going. Well, what's the feedback you've gotten? Because you're talking my language. I have always said, I want to know what vegans are living in my neighborhood. Uh, I want to be able to, when we're able to go out and uh, enjoy life again, uh, ride share to a veg fest where I can never find a parking lot, a uh, parking spot. Uh, I want to ride shed t- uh, share to a vigil. I want to go with somebody to a vigil because often it's in a terrible part of town and I'm scared. It's late at night. I'd rather have some companionship. There are so many um, reasons why we need to know the vegans in our hood. Um, what kind of feedback are you getting in terms of the ability of people who live near each other geographically to communicate uh, who are vegan? 
Yeah, I mean, I've gotten great feedback, especially from, you know, people in rural areas, maybe in Pennsylvania, didn't know that there were, you know, meetups near them because we the website automatically pulls in events from over 600 sources around the world, whether that's meetup groups, Eventbrite accounts, Facebook pages. So it really helps people connect to the stuff that's out there. And then if they see something that's that they're missing, they can create their own event and submit it for free. And so really getting some good interest and people, you know, thank me for, for helping them with that and just trying to let more people know that this great resource is, exists, that you can, that people can find events, that if they're feeling lonely, if their, you know, family isn't supportive, they can meet other people near them or even across the country. I'm here in the East Coast in New Jersey and I've gone to California events, you know, virtual events. I'm going to stuff in New York. So really, even now, there's like so much out there that we can really find anything anywhere. Yeah. So how do people submit? For example, Jane Unchained, we have a daily vegan cooking show every day at 12.30 p.m. Pacific, 3.30 Eastern. We never miss a day. We do weekends. We do holidays. It doesn't matter. Just like the Postal Service. Sleet, snow does not stop us from our appointed rounds. And so how do we get that on your um your events calendar. Yeah, you just go to vegevents.com and there's submit an event link at the top and there's a form to fill out, whether it's a recurring event or a one-time thing. Also, you can contact through the website if you have a recurring event that it's on a meetup or an Eventbrite because we can actually just import that and make it even easier for you. Wow. So why you? Uh, why have you decided to create this and how does it fulfill you? Yeah, for me, I, I saw a need. I saw something that I wanted for myself. When I went vegan about six years ago, I knew that I needed to find other vegans out there. I needed to find support. Didn't really know anyone. Uh, actually found an event that was a, a vegan pledge program in Baltimore. And that's where I you know, pledged to go vegan. I wouldn't have found that if I hadn't found a Facebook page that had a fundraiser for this, for this organization. And then once I went there, I started meeting other people, started connecting with them, finding potlucks. And I had already, before I went vegan, I would look for events. I would go on meetup.com and you know Facebook. I was always finding events. So once I went vegan, I was like, okay, well, let me find what vegan events are out there and really started making great connections. And before I went vegan, I was always building websites, you know, doing that for a career, building websites on the side. But the ideas I came up with either had already been done or weren't really needed. And once I went vegan, I finally had this passion to take my skills to. And I started thinking of, oh, it would be great if it was an easy to use website to find events that pulled in from all these different locations. And I would see what's out there. And there really wasn't a lot out there. Or there were a couple organizations or people that would have some Google calendar and they would add events to it. And... I wanted to make something better, taking my skills. Well, I, I can do better. I can make this automated. I can you know, pull around the world by location, add a newsletter, which uh, I built into the website. So over 4,000 people around the world sign up with their location and it knows. And every Monday, it sends you an email with events online or, or coming up near you in the next two weeks and festivals and conferences in the next 60 days. So once I you know, so had these ideas, that's where I took my skills and was like, oh, I can build that and I can do it. I can spend the time. I don't have to, you know, go out and, and crowdfund or, 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 you know, raise, raise funds from others. I can do it my own time on the side and then just keep dedicating my time to that. So 
internally, how does it fulfill you? Uh, because so many people, as I think we all do, we see the solution. It's so crystal clear to us, those of us who are wearing vegan glasses. <laughs> and, you know, we didn't see it maybe before we went vegan, then we put on these vegan glasses and we went, oh my gosh, we're in a pandemic. It's a zoonotic illness that jumped from animals to humans. It, there can, they, you can quibble about where it started, but ultimately it is a zoonotic illness that jumped from animals to humans. And um, I think there's an incredibly strong argu argument to make that our abuse of animals, whether in the wild or for food or a combination thereof, uh, is the source of it. You could look at um, climate change and animal agriculture is a leading cause of climate change. Um, there's a new white paper that says it's the leading cause. Bill Gates has just called for everybody to switch to synthetic meat, which is his nerdy way of saying, go plant-based, go vegan. Um, now, he's a smart guy, okay? He's not saying that politically un unpalatable thing because he feels like it. He woke up one day and said, oh, I'm a he, he's done the research. He's seeing what we see. Uh, unfortunately, he hasn't gone vegan, but the point is that it's a process, not a vet. At least he's coming out and saying, this is a big problem. We also see the heart disease that uh, prior to COVID killed one out of every four people, still a leading killer generally is connected to high cholesterol, uh, which there's no cholesterol in plants. There's, you can look at any vegan product, it's zero cholesterol. I mean, so we see the answer, world hunger. Animals are eating a huge percentage of the food that's produced every year. We're only 7.8 billion humans and we're consuming 80 billion animals every year. Um, meanwhile, kids are dying of starvation. So we see the obvious solution and then we talk to people and it's like we're breathing different air. We're, it's like we're breathing different oxygen. We can't make this connection with them. And not only that, but this is a bit of a, well, there are statistics to back it up, but I would say in general, vegans are a lot healthier. I mean, I, I, I have people come up to me and they look extremely old and they say, I watched you on TV when I was a little kid. I go, what? Huh? Uh -huh. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> when you were a little kid, you watched me on TV? Oh my gosh. I, I'm not bragging myself. I'm saying I am blessed. I am blessed to have stumbled upon this, this incredible gift called plant-based lifestyle or veganism. We've got a caller on hold. Sarah, your question or thought. Hey, how are you? I really like this topic, and I, am, I just went on the link, actually, checked it. And one thing I noticed is today at 1230, there's a new cooking show by my friend Dorit. She's going to be on Climate Healers doing a new cooking show. And... It's about lifestyle medicine, and I'm thinking, how do you get all these events and and shows and, and, and things that are going on? How do you streamline this? Because I feel that everything I read so far, you have so many amazing uh, events coming up, and, but I feel like there's so many more that you don't know about. And so how do we figure out how to get this all streamlined? 
Thank you, question. Uh, excellent question. Thank you, Sarah. Well, take it away, Jason. Yeah, I think it's really, you know, I built this great resource and it's getting the word out there. And so that, you know, folks that are having an event, letting letting me know, contacting, making sure we get those in there. And, you know, it's, it's work that I, I do. I, you know, spend my time looking for Eventbrite pages that have events, um, finding other event organizers. So definitely anyone can submit an event. And the more we have on there, then, you know, that more people will come to it. They have a great resource. And also with the weekly newsletter, people can set what kind of events they don't want to see. So let's say someone's not interested in a cooking class. You can actually subscribe to the newsletter and put in there that you don't want to see cooking class events. So that definitely helps with not being overwhelmed by things you're not interested in. Or if you don't have a kid uh, or a family, you can filter out from the newsletter, the kids and family events. Um, in the future, also hope to bring some of that more filtering to the main website. So you can say, I'm looking for a cooking class or, or I'm not looking for a cooking class. Um, and also a big thing really been working on uh, for all the events, classifying whether they're free or paid or by donation. So people, so you can quickly see, you know, if something's paid or free and you know, what you're interested in. A um, couple of questions, because I'm so fascinated by this. Is it global? I, um, I guess it's two years now. I can't believe it. Time flies. I had been in Denmark and um, the first thing I went on Facebook and I found that they were having an anti-dairy uh, demonstration at a dairy festival. So I went there and then somebody told me, oh, there's going to be a cube of truth starting right now at the center of town. And then I went and I was going live for Jane Unchained. I went to the Cube of Truth in the center of town. And I ended up interviewing the head of the vegan party. I mean, it was incredible. Uh, there was so much going on. But if I hadn't stumbled upon it, so how, that's a, a key question because this is such a global movement. How global are you? So it's global. I mean, there's events in Australia and Veg Events is actually powering the Vegan Australia event calendar. So they were able to offload the work that they were doing to get Australian events. And they're seeing the same events, UK events, European events. Dr. Melanie Joy hosts a bunch in, out of Europe. And when they come on to Eventbrite, they get pulled right into veg events and definitely want to get more organizations getting their events in there, working with them to get them in there. We've got a caller, uh, Kim, your question or thought, Kim. Hi. Uh, well, you kind of answered my question while I was uh, waiting, but uh, I, was, I just wanted to say this is a fantastic um, thing you're doing, Jason, and I was curious, where are you located? And then my question was going to be, uh, is it international? And then I'm also curious how long you've been vegan. Thank you. Good questions. Go ahead. Yeah, so right now I'm in the New Jersey area. Before that, I was in Maryland. And it is international, global. Um, in the future, would love to get, you know, translations. But right now, I mean, even if an event isn't English language, it's a different country, they can submit it. You know, it still shows up. Um, and definitely, you know, really hoping that people find use out of it. Naja is on hold. Your question or thought, Naja. Hey, Jane. Hey, Jason. I just wanted to uh, congratulate Jason because I remember when he started this in the beginning, and he reached out to Black Viz Society of Maryland and asked about events. He's done such a great job 
and just watching it grow. I'm so excited for him. And Jason, yes, 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 it'll be on our site. You know, we're still working on the site. So thanks again for all your help and just sending blessings your way for more continued success with Veg Events and all the other projects that you're working on. Yeah, and the land of Kush is where I went vegan. That's where I was. I signed up for the vegan living program. I just saw I was vegetarian at the time. I just happened to see an event pop up on Facebook, a fundraiser. Had no idea. Went with a, with a friend, and we both signed up right there, and that was it. Wow. Well, Naja is one of our incredible contributors and just a force of nature in this movement. We so appreciate her. And uh, there's just another testament to how she is just transforming um, lives by showing people the way. Um, let me ask you this. Oh, we've got, boy, we got a lot of callers. Paige, your question or thought? Paige. Hello, everybody. Good morning. So I was um, looking around and um, I was looking around for a resource for films as well. And so I understand you have... Is that true? You have like a whole network of films, uh, a whole nother set of uh, film dialogue. Excuse me. um, I can't even think this morning. But also, isn't it true that you help businesses build their websites, vegan businesses? Yeah. So, I I mean, I have so many more sites. I have vegmovies.com. It's the largest uh, vegan-friendly movie directory with over 200 films on there. You could see whether something has any graphic content, uh, wh- where you can watch it, if it's on Netflix, if it's free. And I also help organizations, you know, vegan organizations with their websites, whether speeding them up or you know, fixing features, adding new features, like I do with all my sites. Wow. So you are a powerhouse, and I think you are a prime example that whatever your skills are, when you put those gla- vegan glasses on, and you start seeing that it's the solution to so many of the world's problems, you can use those skills to make the world a better place. And there are many, many examples of this. I mean, there's a fabulous painter who you'd say, well, how does a painter help uh, uh, the animal rights movement? She does incredible live paintings at galas, and she paints upside down. It doesn't make any sense. Then she flips the canvas and all of a sudden it's a spectacular painting that people start fighting to bid over and she raises tons of money for the animal movement. We, we have a friend who's a violinist who, again, uses her skills as a violinist to perform at vegan events that are fundraisers. Um, if you're an accountant, you can do pro bono work for a vegan organization. Give me a call. Uh, but uh, it, whatever your skills, I was in the TV business in news for years. So when I retired from that after 38 years, uh, I basically just took my skills and put them into social media, doing the same thing, sort of, um, on social media that I was doing on mainstream for the animals. And so here you are, a technic- technical whiz, and you're using your skills to make this world a better place. And it is, is it, doesn't it feel good? Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, it's, it's actually priceless to feel like you are making a difference. We're gonna take a short break here on Voice America Radio.
Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Jane Unchained. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email in to News at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. We're here with uh, Jason Schramm, an amazing powerhouse, Veg Events, and many other websites, but Veg Events would be the hub, we might say. Um, basically collating everything that's happening in the vegan movement around the world, uh, events, Veg Fests, um, cooking demos, vigils, protests, um, do you work with organizations? Because, for example, the Save Movement has vigils. There's the Cubes of Truth. There's PETA, which just today they started an eight, nine-day campaign uh, against uh, a major fur outlet. Um, they, I constantly get emails about things that they're doing. Um, do you um, meet with organizations, animal rights organizations, vegan organizations, and sort of get how, how does that work? Yeah, I mean, I'd love to get like Save Movement, the anonymous, uh, you know, cubes. Definitely, I've reached out to a lot of these organizations, don't always hear back. And so that it's, you know, it really, it's kind of partly up to them to work with me, you know, find out how we can get them in there, especially when they're putting their events on Facebook. And, you know, maybe it's a little harder to get those kinds of things. Ever since a couple of years ago, Facebook kind of shut down some access to some stuff. But I have recently been coming up with some ways to be able to more easily get Facebook events in there. Uh, so definitely, you know, looking for any contacts in these organizations. If, you know, any organization, if they have a vegan event, whether it's activist or, you know, vegan potluck or, you know, what have you, or, you know, pledge program, if it's not already on there, we're not pulling the events, you know, reach out to me and we can work together if, and get them on there. And this is so important because vegans often feel isolated and surrounded by people who don't understand. This is a common 
a complaint or lament of vegans. I experience it myself personally, um, where in my case, it's the summertime and people are grilling animals around me. And I do have vegan barbecues, but just even the, the aroma, it's, you know, it, it's, a, it's again, we're breathing two different sets of oxygen. And uh, uh, to have vegans in your neighborhood who you can gather with, because sometimes it's not a question of bringing those friends in. We're a transient society where people move uh, what they used to say every five years, but it might even be more frequently. Uh, so often people are by themselves pretty much in a, a neighborhood and they feel isolated. And so this would be psychologically, emotionally, even spiritually, a great comfort to people. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I think, I, you know, it, it's a completely new thing when, you know, you're going vegan. And in a lot of cases, it's going against what other people are doing. And, you know, to have friends, to meet people, to have that social connection. For me, when I went vegan, I mean, I didn't have supportive vegan friends. I had, you know, I remember there was like a holiday event right after I'd gone vegan and people were like, oh, we're not going to have vegan food at this event. You could bring your own, but we're not going to do anything special for you, you know, what have you. And so that, you know, I didn't even go to that event, but I started meeting other people. And then I've also come up with new strategies and learned, you know, what to do if you're going to an event with family and friends. Uh, I've created another website recently, vegresources.com, that has uh, over 50 different guides on specific things to really help someone who's going vegan. And there's a guide right there on how to talk to family and friends about your going vegan or how to, you know, navigate potlucks and family gatherings when, you know, when other people aren't maybe vegan and it really, and it links to other resources that are out there. Cause there are a lot of great blogs, articles that people have written out there. So really, you know, twofold trying to connect people with resources that, that they can learn and it can give them some strategies to help. And then also connecting them with events that they can learn from other people and then ask those questions of other vegans and, uh, and really get some support. It sounds like what you're doing is more than a full-time job. Is this a nonprofit? How do you support yourself? So it, you know, it's, I think at some point it may make sense to make it a, a nonprofit. I get some support from different organizations. Um, people donate money, uh, you know, accepting donations. I've kind of, for the last year and a half, I left my day job to really focus on building these ideas that I had. And I also, like we mentioned before, do some freelance work, web development for organizations. Um. Why do you think, and this is just a, a curiosity I have, some people go vegan and that's it. And that's great. I'm thrilled with it. And they just eat their vegan food and other people feel compelled to literally devote their lives. Um, for me, it became a growing um, compulsion. Like I, I have to do this. I can't just go to the movies and uh, I, I just, it was like, this is such an enormous problem that it, it kind of, I give myself permission to be, to be happy as long as I do something every day. If you could address that, why you, why you? Yeah. I mean, for me, I'm, you know, being an engineer and a problem solver, I really, you know, see a problem that's out there and I want to, you know, fix it. And so I've seen these resources that people didn't have and, and the struggles that they're going through. And I try to think of, well, what can I do 
to help them. And, and my skill set being, you know, web development, like we talked, how can I take that to help the most people, to do the most impact? It's just, I mean, I didn't play video games growing up because I just didn't see the point for me, you know, in, you know, spending all this time getting these points that didn't have some value in the world. And so that's where I, I really try to spend my time doing something useful. And that's, you know, I left my day job because I realized I was spending, you know, I was good at what I did and I was spending all this time and energy on something that people outside the organization weren't even seeing, that it wasn't really helping enough people. And so I wanted to really focus on these ideas that I had that no one else was building. And, you know, people could say, oh, I have this idea. For me, I have that idea and then I go build it or I stop talking about the idea. Wow. I love that. Into action. Because jawboning only gets us so far, and I completely 100% agree with you. Talk is cheap. Into action. Um, I think we're going to take another short break on Voice America Radio, but we're going to stay live on Facebook. We're talking to Jason Schramm of Veg Events. Let's all get on this site, and together we will change the world and hit the tipping point. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Jane Unchained. To reach the show today, call in to 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email in to News at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Well, we are talking to the amazing Jason Schramm of Veg Events. He is changing the world, connecting vegans globally with his myriad of websites. But the hub is Veg Events. If you have a Veg Event, go to Veg Events. Is it just vegevents.com? I had written it down. Yep. Vegevents.com. How easy is that to remember? So my question to you is, where, from your perspective, seeing all these things collating all this, where does the vegan movement stand? Are we at the tipping point? Are we near the tipping point? Take it away. Yeah, I think, I mean, we don't know exactly, but I think, you know, some cases, some events that people have really been really integral, they might not be coming back. Like, am I going to be going to a vegan potluck, you know, with all these, you know, issues that we have now? And 
And that kind of got me started. So there's that. But then also people have been home. So, you know, maybe they've been they've, those bad influences, you know, of people saying, oh, let's go to this non-vegan restaurant or, you know, coworkers, they haven't really been around. So like I have a family member who who's gone mostly vegan during this time because, you know, they're they're not going out to these different local events that, you know, had a meal that wasn't vegan. Well, I also see that people are starting to see that our toxic relationship with the natural world has come back to haunt us. Um, I I see a variety of factors, and I just think it's an interesting conversation. What do I know? I mean, all I am is one person looking at various stories that come in every day. And as Charles Dickens said, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. That's what I pretty much conclude. And uh, what I see is that there are real breakthroughs. Um, We have national figures, like whatever you think of her politically, irrelevant. She's a national famous person, uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez going vegan for Lent, uh, giving up meat for Lent, I should say. Um, Bill Gates, somebody completely, completely on the other end of the spectrum. I don't know politically, but I mean, you wouldn't put those two together, right? Uh, under any umbrella, he's calling for all rich nations to switch to synthetic meat. This is a huge, huge, huge thing. I mean, this is somebody who the mainstream media pays attention to, even though they tried to ridicule him, unfortunately, in their limited uh, ability to to comprehend the issue. Um, Then you have like a Jim Cramer on CNBC talking the other day I was watching him. He sounded like an animal rights activist. He said, you know what? There's a big problem with meat. It's called cows. You have Mark Cuban, who's gone vegetarian, um, introducing all these vegan um, product makers into Shark Tank. I mean, there's a lot of that kind of stuff happening on top of the groundswell of social justice the Tabitha Browns rising up and becoming superstars with their viral TikTok videos, uh, incredible movies like The Game Changers, and other efforts like our vegan cooking show, New Day, New Chef, on Amazon Prime and public television. It's 85% of public television stations around the country. Um, You know, that's just, you have the save movement. You have, I mean, there's there's so much out there. and yet, then you, you see things that just throw you back, like um, a, a, a live export ship filled with hundreds of cows that has been drifting in the ocean since December. And now they've decided, we'll just kill all the animals, the 800 plus animals on there. And I read that yesterday and I just, it's like you, you feel like, okay, we're getting somewhere, we're getting somewhere. And then you read something that just knocks you on your heels and you go, what is, what is humanity thinking? And the fact that they can have that discussion without really even considering the suffering of the animals or a quarter of a million chickens just died in a fire in uh, Florida in a concentrated animal feeding warehouse. Those are not farms anymore. They're warehouses where they fatten these animals up as fast as they can to slaughter them. And a quarter of a million animals are killed and all the reporters, nobody was hurt. We're happy to report nobody was hurt because they're blind to the fact that, well, these are a quarter of a million individuals that just were burned alive, babies. 
So it's like a seesaw. You know, one minute you see all this positive stuff, and then the next minute you see stuff that says, whoa, have we gotten anywhere? Where do you, you know, maybe expand on it a little bit. I know you're a tech guy, but you're obviously a very smart guy. I want to hear your insights. Maybe they'll give us a clue to where we're headed. Well, I think, you know, history and in the world, you know, there's always going to be ups and downs and, you know, setbacks. And, and it's important to create those channels to support people. And so that when someone is interested in going vegan or has that thought or sees, you know, some of the bad things that are happening, that they can say, oh, you know, here, go to veg events and you can find an event or go to veg resources and get some help. And it'll connect you to the mentor programs that are out there and pledge programs that are out there or veg movies, you know, find something to watch. Where I also have vegmealdelivery.com, find a delivery service that will deliver meals to you so easy, you don't have to even cook anything that way. So I think as if we can keep focused on, you know, building the support, then, you know, that's what really would keep people, you know, vegan when the people around them aren't maybe supportive or they're struggling or, you know, really connecting them with others. Uh, you know, resources like Veg Events or your plant-based neighbor uh, website, Matt. Like really try to connect them because that I see that's what a lot of is missing, like the support. You know, I know someone who is a hardcore vegan activist and they were, you know, you know, protesting. And then one day he just disappeared and you find that he had they had been going to like a gym and meeting non-vegans and kind of kind of slid into that because they weren't, you know, getting the support or they were struggling or or maybe they were, you know, they there was something missing that they weren't getting what they needed. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more. I think you're making excellent points. We are millions strong now. And if we connected and unified in a strategic way, we could literally uh, hit the tipping point tomorrow. Somebody told me, and I happen to be 20, well, hopefully April Fool's Day, I'll be 26 years sober. So knock on wood over here. I'll make it uh, one more month. But um, somebody told me if we uh, took, for example, not that we're a bunch of lushes, but just the, the casual drinking that people do, right, who are vegan, took that money and put it into the animal rights movement, we would have more money than the, all the lobbyists that are representing the meat, dairy, and pharmaceutical industries. So right there, you know, if we, once we get connected, if we're all connected and organized, then it's a question of flipping that switch and saying, all right, guess what? We're all going to do one thing. And that one thing, if it's the right thing, if it's the smart thing, could truly um, hit the tipping point. Do you think we're at the tipping point? Do you think we're close to the tipping point? Do you think we've already passed this tipping point? What is that darn tipping point already? I, I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, the tipping point, we'll probably see it when we've already passed it. And I'm optimistic, though, that we can, if we just keep focusing on things and improving things, like my, you know, I went vegan because of a fundraiser happening at a vegan restaurant. They don't know how many other people went vegan and then did something else. And so the more people that we can, that each of us, you know, reaches out to, gives them a positive experience, helps them, you know, make changes then we have no idea what those people are going to do. And it's just, you know, to keep 
you know, increasing those numbers, get more people involved, see what the people that, you know, when they, you know, recidivism, the people that fall out, okay, well, what, what didn't they have? And then build those missing resources and to really, you know, build that kind of vegan safety net to really help people. And then as we're reaching out to people, it'll be even more effective because we're, you know, they're, they're, they're still growing other vegans. Do you do surveys? Haven't yet, but definitely, you know, would like to at some point to find out. Because, yeah, I mean, that's what the big companies do. Every time you call for help, will you be willing to take a survey afterwards? I have to admit, I generally say no. (laughs) But um, with something like this, I would definitely take a survey. I would definitely, because to me, one of the crucial questions is why you, why me? What is it in our psyche that made us get this where other people who are super intelligent, okay, who can understand, I always say, like the nuances of the Mueller investigation. I listened to that report. A lot of it went right over my head. It's very complicated. They They can absorb all that and all the details of all this stuff and all the intricacies of Congress and Uh, the passage of legislation, and they can talk about it on television, and yet they can't understand this pretty simple um, concept that, you know, Bill Gates said it. He goes, there's no, there's no easy way to feed 9 billion people animals. Just can't, it's not, it's not sustainable. There's a finite amount of land on this planet Almost half of all ice-free land is currently used to create meat and dairy, either through cattle grazing or to grow crops to feed farm animals who eat most of the food. 70% or more of all soy is fed to farm animals. I mean, this is not higher math. This is real basic stuff. Uh, I don't understand how, and, and you know, throughout time, um, some of the best and the brightest, which, by the way, was a sarcastic title, says it right at the first start of the book. It's meant to be ironic. Get the best and the brightest. The elites brought us the Vietnam War, quagmire. Um, and so to me, I am always perplexed, always perplexed. Uh, I think it boils down to short term thinking and greed for the most part. But as we've seen in this pandemic, we can't argue anymore. Well, jobs, which is one of the first justifications people use to justify exploitation of others throughout history. Um, because look at, the, look at how our society and our economy has been shattered. Yeah, I don't know about what's happening in Jersey, but you drive through LA, it's like a dystopia. It's like a Mad Max movie. It's just closed restaurants and closed buildings and closed shops and people in tents. I mean, society is, has, to appearances anyway, it looks like it's crumbling. So nobody could say, well, we have to keep, this is what I don't understand. These businesses, um, it's in their self-interest too. If the planet becomes too hot to support human life, that's not going to be good for tourism, for, uh, for anything. You know, I I don't understand the short-term thinking. Do you have any analysis of that as somebody who's, you're in the tech world. So, um, you know, I would think that the tech leaders would immediately get this and do everything they can to facilitate this change. 
Well, I think, you know, if someone hasn't done something when they could have easily done it, then they may not still do it when it gets harder. That it's, you know, excuses are, are you know, everything's excuses. And so if someone's saying now oh, we can't do this because now things are bad, well, they were saying the same thing when things were better. And we have to work on getting them to change their minds behind the scenes. You know, the reason that they're so really so hesitant to to make a change or to you know, promote, uh, you know, better practices. When I was in Maryland, they were trying to, there was an organization working to pass a law to, to start monitoring the greenhouse gas emissions from purchases of, of state of food by the state. And that would then help get to a point and, you know, and set a threshold that they're shooting for. And that would help get them to have more plants and more, you know, things that weren't going to have as big of impact on climate change and that bill didn't really get very far because then there were, you know, people involved, legislators involved that were where all the farms were, the factory farms and stuff. And, and so it's, it's, there's going to be those interests that we just have to keep, you know, working on. And, and there's lots of people smarter than me that hopefully have some ideas and, and have been working on things. So where is veg events going next? It seems like you're always building, which I find very exciting. You're not resting on your laurels. You, give us the catalog again of all the different things you have, because I am just blown away by that. And what what's on the horizon? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, vegevents.com is a vegan event calendar with a newsletter of over 4,000 people. There's over 1,600 events on there right now. People can search, find events near them. VegMealDelivery.com, I created as a, a directory of those delivery services like Purple Carrot that will, you know, deliver meals to your home, whether it's, you know, ingredients that you put together or frozen meals that you just have to heat up. And I saw that there was a lot of those out there. But if you searched online for like vegan meal delivery, you'd get these top 10 or top five guides that someone had paid to get their service listed. Some of them weren't even vegan anymore. Some of the services weren't even in in like open anymore. So I wanted to really create a directory to help people filter out and find the service that would meet their needs and deliver to their location. It's all coded so you know what states something delivers to, or if it delivers to Australia, New Zealand, like it's it's Canada worldwide. Um, and filter by, you know, whether you, you know, want soy, like all the different kinds of foods you want recyclable, really help people find those. Vegmovies.com to help people find a vegan-friendly movie to watch, uh, really, I, you know, that came about because there, there are all these, you know, top ten vegan direct documentaries to watch or top ten vegan films, but they didn't really have everything in there. Uh, and one thing I saw that was missing was to let people know if there's any animal suffering in the film, because you know, some people, you know, a lot can, you know, may not want to see that if depending on what they can handle, and but to really tell them where things are in the film, what to expect. And then vegresources.com, which started when I started tabling for veg events, I would give people resources. I started creating a pamphlet with, uh, you know, meetup groups near them, a couple of recipe websites. And so this is the digital version. I wanted to create a, a digital vegan welcome packet. Uh, I'm sure we all know some people that have been vegan a while or just go vegan, and they don't even know about Happy Cow. And they're saying, oh, how do I find a vegan restaurant? And you're like, well, go to Happy Cow. And they're like, oh, okay. So I wanted to create something that could kind of tell them everything all at once and let people search and find the answers for questions that they have. 
And, well, and you, yes, yeah. Happy Cow, I've used all over the world. It's one of the most incredible resources, uh, extraordinary. And uh, so what's next? Yeah, I think what's next is improving these, these existing one sites, really growing them, letting people know about them, getting more events into veg events. And later this month, I'm also looking to start hosting uh, vegan speed dating events virtual uh, around the world. There's a, there's a service that should be coming around that be able to have some low cost uh, vegan events virtual to let people meet, you know, a couple other people in their neighborhood or in the world um, to really kind of connect people on, on a deeper level. Whoa, you buried the lead, dude. <laughs> um, okay. Vegan speed dating events. Now, how is that going to work in this era where um, hopefully uh, as an out gay person, we um, also have uh, LGBTQ uh, aspects to a dating scene? How does that work? Yeah. So um, depending on the different event and, and they'll be created you know, globally or by state or, um, areas, like, let's say New York. Um, but there will be straight ones, there will be lesbian ones, gay ones. So you, there will be specific events for people and, you know, periodically. And then you would either use an app or a website and you'd meet up uh, five other people for five minutes each that are either in your area or if it's a global one would be anywhere in the world and then be able to connect with them after the fact. I love it. Uh, you are absolutely astounding. What a resource. And so many people I want to connect you with, uh, because I do work with a lot of organizations uh, pretty closely who do amazing work. And uh, it, it's, this movement is growing so rapidly that if, if they missed you, it's not because you were overlooked. It's because there's just so much happening. It's, it's hard to keep up. Every day I look and there's a new social media star and there's a new movie, it seems, or a new documentary or a new app or a new website. I mean, it's exploding. It's exploding. Uh, so uh, I just love what you do. I think it's extremely important. You know, the, the other side is organized. Okay, they are prepared for even the next pandemic, right down to the conference uh, conference calls to the media. Uh, they have their talking points all worked out. Uh, we need to get organized. Uh, that is perhaps the most important aspect of our movement, organization. And it's kind of the homework side. Um, I think it's fun in a lot of ways, or at least exhilarating and interesting and scintillating to go to protests and demonstrations and veg fest. But sometimes we gotta do the homework. And it's like Jason is there in his room doing the homework, doing the hard nitty gritty work. How do you, I feel emotional about it because I think it's so important. I do, because so many people, it's a rare person who wants to do the homework. And I know how hard it is. When I have to do my homework, I was doing homework till 11 o'clock last night. And it's not fun. When I was a kid, I didn't do my homework. So now, I have, now I'm being made to do it. And I have to power through it. Uh, so 
you know, there's a lot of bookkeeping that goes into and, and various other things, like paperwork that goes into running a, a nonprofit. How do you get through it? How do you, we only have three more minutes. How do you do it? How do you power through? How do you yeah. inspire others to do it? I mean, I, you know, I take my time. I, I, you know, have my hours that I work. I take walks outside, you know, meditate, really try to, you know, have some downtime. And then also just the variety is what drives me. Like one day I could be spending a couple hours adding some podcasts to Veg Resources, podcast directory. Another, I'm spending a couple hours adding some events to Veg Events. Then I'm reviewing movies on Veg Movies, seeing if the coming soon stuff, is if there's any uh, updates for those movies. Um, and then just, you know, constantly trying. It's, it's a struggle. It's, I deal with the same things everybody does. You're seeing the, you're seeing the, the good side. Yeah. I mean, uh, for those who, you know, there's a lot of people frustrated right now. They've been at home alone. They feel like they're not as effective. What, what advice would you give them? And by the way, I was up till midnight. I want to correct that. Not 11. Go ahead. I think remember that we're all feeling the same way. And that's, you know, I've had to tell myself that repeatedly and that, you know, things will get better. And, you know, what, the way a situation is, is never how it's always going to be. And, you know, we can always step back and, you know, I'm trying to get off social, uh, you know, trying to get off news websites and, you know, stay away from some of that stuff and, you know, focus on the con, you know, what I'm, what I'm consuming. Uh, yeah, there was a, something I read the other day that said we're all addicted to doom scrolling, which is a, a sort of an addictive habit where you just look at more, more news, more news, and it is a time suck. You're absolutely right. Well, I just want you to know that I'm so inspired by what you're doing. I want to take advantage of what the resources you have and start putting all the things that we're doing in. I want to also connect you to other organizations that you may have connected with, but maybe you haven't. Uh, who knows? Uh, but everybody out there, vegevents.com. You go on, you click something, you put your email in, you'll get notifications that are tailored to your region, right? Yep. I'm not going to get something happening in Bavaria. I'm going to get something that's happening in Los Angeles. And um, this is an incredible way to connect. And um, when we hopefully start going out more, and I see it happening more and more uh, in terms of, I guess, hopefully a gradual normalization, don't want to make any predictions and urge everybody to be safe. Uh, but at some time in the future, I think it's going to explode because there's going to be a pent up demand. And uh, I just think what you're doing is absolutely what's needed. VegEvents.com. And then you can also go to VegMovies.com, VegResources.com. And coming soon, vegan speed dating events, all brought to you by the amazing Jason Schramm. Um, I just have to give you a round of applause for all you do. It's very exciting, and uh, I, I know that this is going to help us hit the vegan tipping point. Thanks, as always, to Voice America Radio, our executive producer, Tacey Trump, and Andrew in the control room, and we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Jane Unchained. We hope you'll join Jane Velez Mitchell for the next edition of her program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
Meanwhile, have a peaceful week.